Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 10th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined each and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor Trey Scott. Trey, what's going on? Good morning, everyone. Grab a cup of coffee and settle in. Mm. We've got some more Nick Saban to Texas rumors, although this has nothing to do with the 2019 season and everything, Connor, to do with the happenings in 2013, shortly after the 2012 season. So get this. So a few days after Alabama stomps Notre Dame, the 2013 BCS National Mm -hmm. Championship, which is, of course, follows the 2012 season, Mm -hmm. Saban, through agent Jimmy Sexton, apparently, reportedly, reached out to Texas's power brass to express interest in Mac Brown's job. This is all according to former UT regent Tom Hicks, a billionaire. Right. Uh, he, he went on the, uh, the Your Turn with Corby Davison podcast the other day and kind of laid this all out. I'm going to get into it. The premise is Saban through Sexton to Texas says, I'm a fixer-upper. I don't know if I'm going to ever achieve Bear Bryant's status in Tuscaloosa, which, as we know now, he he does. And I think I'd be interested in that Texas job. So let me let me turn it to Hicks as for what happens next. So Hicks and the Texas Regents go get lunch with Mac Brown. And here we go. We had lunch, and I thought at the time that Brown was ready to leave, Hicks said. He'd been telling people he was ready to leave. So I said, Mac. I want to tell you about a conversation I had with Jimmy Sexton. If you want to retire, I think you can graciously have Nick Saban come in and take your place and have it be your idea. That might be a, might be a nice way for you to end it. And so how does Mac Brown react? Well, according to Tom Hicks, Mac turns bright red. Steam starts coming out of his ears and he said, that guy is not going to come here to win a national championship with my players. So it, it seems like Nick, every time Nick Saban has had a contract getting near the end or, or, or whatever, like this, this Texas stuff would kind of come up from a, for, for a while. So I wonder from your perspective as a, as a Texas fan, uh, like how much of this is new? Is it just that conversation with, uh, with Mac and him being vehemently opposed to Nick Saban or what? I think that's interesting because of course, Alabama beats Texas in the 2010 BCS national championship. Mac Brown does not like Nick Saban probably for that reason. I mean, I'm not saying they like personally don't like each other, but I think that would be tough for Mac Brown to, to pride see, element. Yeah. yeah, pride element to see a coach who's obviously superior to him come in and, you know, the, the words win a national championship with my players. Those are kind of funny. Texas had not been good since that 2009 uh-huh. season. And of course, when Charlie Strong would take over, not in 2013, but in 2014, Charlie Strong would go six and seven, five and seven, five and seven. The, the, the roster Mac Brown left for Charlie Strong was abysmal. I think the timing here is the most interesting thing. The Texas Nick Saban rumors start were in 2013, the ones that everyone talks about. The real estate. The, is Miss Terry shopping for real estate on Lake Austin? Uh-huh. That's the 2013 season. That's Mac Brown's final. Now, this would happen after 2012, I okay. thought, was striking. Texas had gone 9-4. and four. There was a time a few years ago where Texas fans would kill to go 9-4. and four. Mm-hmm. But Texas had gone 9-4. and four. They won the Alamo, against or- Alamo Bowl against Oregon State. I actually was there, covered it. Um and Mac Brown, yes, he had not been the same coach. Texas had not been the same team since that 09 season with Colt McCoy. Yeah, it wasn't the same thing. It kind of felt like they were getting things turned around. 
they had low, they, you know, they'd been blown out by Oklahoma that season. I was there as, as a student in the stands for that one. That was like, I have it right here. The, the game was, uh, <laughs> it was 63 to 21. <laughs> um, so 2012 was a mixed bag for Texas. And then in 2013, it was clearly Mac Brown's last, last hurrah. And that's when the Nick Saban stuff started. So I, th- I think, Connor, the most interesting thing here is the timing and obviously getting a little bit of some hearsay about how Mac might have felt about that. So it's been interesting to see Alabama fans reacting to this today. And just I, I think college football fans often want to tell themselves a story of, oh, well, this coach has just like a unique loyalty to my program. And, you know, I whether Nick Saban was like seriously entertaining the notion of leaving, I guess only he and Nick Sexton will ultimately. Yep. Or Jimmy, Jimmy Sexton. Sexton. Jimmy yep. Sexton will let, Nick Sexton is a guy I went to high school with. Um, <laughs> will ultimately ever know the answer to that. But I mean, dude's from West Virginia. It's not like he has any preternatural loyalty to Alabama. He's just interested in, you know, building the resume. And Texas would have been an interesting place to do that. Um, what I mean, if if he if he does move to Texas at that point, let's just say, any reason he doesn't like have them competing for national championships. Well, know? as I kind of said, the roster that Mac Brown had left was pretty bad. Yeah. I assume Saban would have been just fine recruiting. Yeah. Um probably I don't it's hard to say they would have won a national championship because the quarterback slate you're giving me is Case McCoy, David Ash, Tyrone Swoops. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean there there was plenty of talent. I will say plenty of talent from the twenty thirteen class and on that until Tom Herman came to Austin, Texas was not getting yeah. In the state of Texas. Yeah. Tons it, of guys, as you remember, you know, the, the several would go to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. There's some Baylor, some A&M. Texas yeah. did a poor job of securing that, that talent. I don't think Nick Saban would have had that problem. And yeah, maybe more interesting than can Nick Saban make Texas good, uh, which the answer is almost certainly yes. Uh, what happens to the SEC in the vacuum created by Nick Saban if that happens? So. You know, it's off season time for fun counterfactuals, uh, but um, uh, we're going to take a quick break to pay the bills. And on the other side, we've got a new host of college football final, a blue chip 2020 prospect headed to a Big 12 program we've already mentioned and more. Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Keeping it moving, Matt Berry is expected to be the host of ESPN's college football final, the big lead has reported. Uh, That's the slender Matt Berry, whose appearance vaguely recalls Gabe from The Office, not ESPN's fantasy sports Matt Berry. Berry's new role was previously held by Adnan Virk, who was fired by ESPN in February for leaking company happenings to the media. Funny that, because here the big lead is reporting insider information that presumably they got from a source inside ESPN. Uh, Barry joins Jesse Palmer and Joey Galloway on the college football final crew. Been quite a bit of turnover there in recent years with Reese Davis getting called up to game day and Mark May and Lou Holtz riding off into the sunset. So hopefully this new crew gels and becomes a staple of your Saturday night schedule. Tom Herman's Texas Longhorns have landed a commitment from four-star outside linebacker Prince Dorba on Tuesday. What a name. Dorva is a number 111 overall prospect in the 24-7 sports composite. He gives the Longhorns a much-needed recruiting boost. They climb from number 45 overall in the 2020 class rankings to 31. There is still a ways to go. Yesterday marked the six-year anniversary of the final release of EA Sports NCAA football video game. NCAA 14 featured Michigan's Denard Robinson on the cover. There's been some hope this offseason with the NCAA exploring ways to 
uh, for players to profit off their likeness that the wildly popular video game might one day return. On Tuesday, the preseason All-Big 12 team came out with Oklahoma running back Kennedy Brooks listed as the first team running back. Only problem was Kennedy Brooks was reportedly not with the team while the university investigated a Title IX complaint against the Sooners' 1,000-yard rusher. But on Tuesday evening, Jason Kersey of The Athletic reported that Kennedy Brooks is expected to return to the team Wednesday following the conclusion of the Title IX investigation, which cleared Brooks of any violation. There are only 45 days left until Miami and Florida face off in week zero on August 24th to kick off the college football season. And really, Connor, with media days next week, it's gonna we can fly. pretty much say the season's here. Yeah, you got media days, then spring practice or spring fall practice is starting, and then bang, you're yeah. there. Um, that's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Thursday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.